Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of Gamer Sleep. I'm Aaron, and I'll be the main host today, and I am joined here with Larry. Have you ever had head lice? I don't I, I don't want to answer that, personally. I have. I, I have, too, when I was a wee child. If I ever had it, I don't remember it. <laughs> no shame in it. It happens. Kids are dirty. Kids are filthy. <laughs> How about, and we're also joined by, with things, Harold. <laughs> How you doing? You ever had pube lice? That one, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Hard no. Me neither, but I was just I had to go with the lice topic. I'm I'm throwing off here. Uh, this uh, is the Gamer Sleep Podcast where we talk about random <laughs> stuff. It's so random I'm almost pushed into changing the subject and just going to the <laughs> random fact. Hey. Why not? Are your genital are your genitals itchy? Because they are now. Somebody stop him. Somebody stop him. I'm going to stop him with a random fact. All right. All right. Do you guys like apples? Mm -hmm. Yes. How many varieties have you had? Hmm. Think about it. Like, I, I, Fuji, Granny Smith, Honeycrisp. Have you actually had these or are you just naming things you know? No, these are ones I actually have actually had. How do you know? Um, because the bag said, the so, bag said you believe the bag because we're in mid, we're in the midwest where there's more apple orchards than gas stations mm-hmm. <laughs> all right all right i was just trying to distort your reality i've had probably at least five different kinds of apples well if you're a big apple fan there are so many varieties that if you were to try one a day it would take you 20 years to try them all Gotta get started. There are over seven thousand five hundred varieties in the world. I I will start with the crab apple. That is technically edible. We were lied to all our lives. They're not good, will, but you can eat them. I will. I will start with the Adam's apple. <laughs> oh no! How about the digital apple? Mmm, mm. silicone. But you have to take megabytes though. Nah, I prefer gigabytes, terabytes even. It's, you're lucky you're a dad. <laughs> you can make these jokes. I'm not, which is why mine was bad. <laughs> well, you have time to grow into that. Yes. So what have you guys been <sighs> up to lately? Who wants to start? Harry, what, what have you been playing? What have you been doing? What's life I've like been... in the last two weeks? Uh, well, it's, uh, I've been playing Hogwarts all my free time. Just trying to get through the story so I can go back and 100% everything else. Uh, today was... My youngest daughter's fourth birthday party. Aww. So we went and had some cake and some dinner. That's sweet. Uh, we went to Meyer. I'm going to name drop Meyer. You know, Podcast if they're listening. Sponsored by Meyer. <laughs> uh, and they oh. had a Bored Apes NFT figure. Hold on, hold on, hold on, actually. Just so people know, Meyer is a local ish tri state area grocery chain. Not for me. They're only in five states around us, so. Yeah. Yeah, they had Bored Apes uh, NFT figurines. Wow. So, 
were they more the same one? No. It, okay, so they were like <laughs> uh, blind bags, kind of. So yeah, there's like they're in a, yeah. So what are you what are you, what are you trying? <sighs> the logic I think, I, I there. Think fla- flabbergasted, Aaron. Because the logic there, the NFTs are supposed to be solely unique. Oh. Each one is solely unique. Yeah, the ownership is because all it is is a, a string of letters and numbers that make that particular one with that code unique. You could copy and think, paste it all over the place if you want. I think there were five set ones and then one mystery one and rotation. So they made millions of each one. Yes, yes. That you could NFT. But these are uh, <laughs> RTFs, really touchable figurines. <laughs> Love it. Jesus. That's so stupid. I love it. That's. Do you get an NFT with each purchase? Is there a QR code to the blockchain? If they, they would have gave me. If they would have gave me board apes NFTs for it, I would have bought every single one of those because they're like two ninety nine on clearance already. <laughs> so you're just uh, up to being a dad, Hogwarts, and looking for NFT figurines and cutting yes. your hair. Yeah, I cut all my hair off. It was what? like below my, my movies, and now it's like all on top of my head. What was the push to make that finally happen? Because it's been years, okay. right? Uh, end of the pandemic, like the hard part of the pandemic. So I started growing it out in 2021, like March 2021, and then made it to almost March 2023. Jeez. So why though? Why now? Because it's been getting progressively worse to like manage. Like it was down here. So every time I took a shower, I would have to brush all the knots out and then brush my hair through. And then I was just getting a super dry scalp. Well, yeah. So it looked like I ha- probably had to use half a yeah. gallon of shampoo each wash. I had like, <laughs> I, I had like super bad dandruff. And so I was just like, I'm done understandable understandable yeah now like you look like a like a news anchor right now <laughs> i'm rock burgundy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's a fun change though that's a that's like i remember uh, cutting my hair and it was like bananas like the difference you feel lighter uh, the wind hits your scalp mm-hmm. i clogged the floor b- vacuum at the salon <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever done this before the the hair that probably came off my head weighs about as much as my dog do, does oh my God. So, i pictured it like felt, getting up and barking and chasing the <laughs> person cutting your hair you know when you uh put your arms against the wall so for a long time and step away and your arms lift themselves yeah well not having all that hair pulling me back like that I felt like I had to do this like the whole time. Yeah, you changed your posture. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. What a change. New era for Harold. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you, Larry? What have you been up to? Well, I continued playing Midnight Suns. Uh, I streamed it. That was fun. That was a blast. We got to see some um, action with Venom. I just saw an average man and a wife beater. Yeah, we saw Eddie Brock a lot <laughs> in the cutscenes. They don't dress him up as venom they make him eddie brock and khakis and a and a white wife beater 
um, which is interesting. But his character model when he's Venom is sick. It's awesome. Yeah, it looked really cool. Um, so now he's like the runner up for me between between him and Wolverine having the best um, uh, animations, which was pretty cool. So I've continued playing that. Um, got to play a little bit of Atomic Heart. Probably, probably, I'll say the first hour, but it was really more or less me playing an hour's worth of the game and not getting an hour's worth of gameplay out of it. Just like mm. horsing around and, and, you know, and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. have some thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to we'll, we'll touch on that later for sure. Um, getting excited for some things, you know, uh, Resident Evil 4, I'm, I'm actually getting really excited for, but I have a feeling something we talked about before was confirmed but i'll leave that for now the uh, just leaving all these little hints for the show and i'm getting excited yeah. uh, you, you brought it up to me that octopath traveler 2 is has come out and uh that went underneath my radar and uh maybe one day i'll play it because i enjoyed <laughs> the first one and still didn't beat it i just got stuck and stopped playing i need to play either of those games i haven't touched either but both looked up my alley i just don't know why i never caved and got it I mean, it was good i i just i think we were talking about it before where it gets really grindy like i got to the point where i just got stuck can't beat things and i would have to go back and grind and i didn't want to do that mm, all right all right well so maybe they changed it maybe i don't know i don't know i i tried to find a, a copy of the original one on sale or something and not gonna happen the new one just came out and apparently unlike most studios when a new game drops they don't put the original on sale they keep it at full price because if you want it you're gonna buy it of course it's either that or you're gonna mug a you know an eight-year-old for it i mean i don't know any eight-year-olds who are gonna have a steam key on them but maybe it's worth a shot no, but you can get him coming out of uh, GameStop with that Steam card. <laughs> Sounds like Harry's done this before. <laughs> no. Do you want to tell us a story or admit to guilt to something? Just don't, don't just don't look up GameStop child stabbings. Whoa. I'm kidding. <laughs> and on that note, let's move on. <laughs> I would door, say somebody's knocking on your door, Harry. <laughs> It went really dark there for a second. Uh, I'd say I'd start talking about what I've been up to, but honestly, other than work and watching One Piece, which I'm not going to talk about. How many episodes in are you? Just 950 some. Mm. You know, I would like to see. I would like to see you explain it all in one breath. Liberation. That is the overall theme of that show, liberating the oppressed. Oh, so walking around in the street with no pants on, you mean? No, I mean overthrowing dictators. Oh, while walking around with no pants on. Liberating. I mean, Chopper doesn't wear a shirt. All right. I I guess that's the same. Yeah. Yeah, Luffy's fully closed most of the time. There is one arc. I think... <laughs> I think I'm like 15 episodes in, so get to got a while to catch get up. Get to episode 37, and you'll know if you want to keep watching or not. Why 37? It's 
it's usually it's a, I don't want to spoil anything because Harold's watching it, but it's one of the episodes that's the pitiful moment of suddenly you care about the characters. And it's like suddenly it hits like you're just hype, you're in, you care about the situation and hmm. it just hits emotionally. And it's if a, it affects like you emotionally, moment. it's a very emotional moment. I wouldn't even say escalation because it's not even an action moment. It's an emotional moment. So it's a moment that when you hit it, if you're like feeling the vibes and you're really into it and it really hits you, you're sold. So I now that makes me curious if I would be sold or not. I don't think I would. I I went I've watched anime since I was in high school, middle school even. And I've always said I would never watch One Piece because it looks too goofy. It looks too stupid. I don't like the art style. That anime has made me cry at least 15 times. Hmm. So, How about you, Harry? Has it made you cry at all? No. He's very, very early. Okay. Okay. All right, Aaron, if you had a uh, maybe a prediction, how many times will Harry cry? If he lets himself, he will cry at episode 37. Will he really have control? It won't be a full-on sob. It'd be tearing up, feeling like, God damn it. I don't know. I'm crying I'm cry- crying pretty easy these days. Okay, then yeah, you'll cry during 37. If you're truly watching the show and not just having it on his background noise and you're invested, it'll hit you. I was, I was just going to say, I was like, I'm not going to be too prideful. I cry over everything. I cry like, How many Parker times have I cried just... over Spider-Man turning to dust? Episode episodes three of uh, episode three of The Last of Us. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, I scored a ton. Right, right. You know, it plucks the heartstrings. You know, I'm not. I'm not a robot. I'm a. I'm a guy. It doesn't mean I. I have feelings too. All right, all right. This will sum it up. One piece. This is way later, so you won't remember, and it's gonna be very vague. I cried at a man dressed as a baby, an adult man wearing a diaper a bonnet and a pacifier his backstory made me sob his name is mr pink and if you know you know aaron if 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 i were to ever watch this (laughs) i just i want you to know i find the premise absolutely ridiculous what pirates no, an adult man named Mr. Pink you cried over. And he's a villain. He's a bad guy. Ah. Uh, but Oda, I mean, Oda, Oda, Oda writes his characters where you like the bad guys. I just, I want to say words, but I can't. And I, I know this is, a, this is an audio show, so we have to say words. Otherwise, <laughs> our, our, our audience thinks that their podcast cut off in the middle of their drive. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Dead air is the enemy of all audio only podcasts. And I really said, I wasn't going to talk. I said, I wasn't going to talk about one piece, but here I am. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's better than dead air. I mean, it's much better than dead air, but yeah, Mr. Pink man dressed as a baby. Tragic backstory that made me really sympathetic and made me cry. Did he like hit his head? no, no, <laughs> to sum it up uh, it has to do with we keep giving we keep getting more out of him i love it it's not a big spoiler i guess but mr pink's backstory is roughly 
he had a wife, had a child with a wife. The baby died, I think. And his wife got into a coma and amnesia, forgot who she was. It was totally, you know, vegetal state pretty much, but awake. And the first time that he saw her smile again was when he jokingly dressed like a baby to remind them of their child. And since it was the first time that he could get her to smile in 10 years, he embraced it. I don't know. Even if I was still in a, like a, a coma, like day three of that, I'm like, bro, it's getting fucking weird. Oh, also, like, he's like, <laughs> his personality is like mob boss we with a cigar, super, super tough guy. <laughs> Just like a, just, a six foot dude, just look coming up. in in a diaper. Just Google image Yo. it. One Piece, Mister Pink. Yo, Tony, what's up? Google Gaga. I mean, pretty much. Google Gaga. Pretty much, but look him up. It's it's fantastic. Uh, oh man, that is that is crazy. <laughs> so aside from you know just binging One Piece. Have you been able to play anything lately or is that has that uh, been kind of off your off your radar for the time being? I've been doing overtime lately. I've been working like 50 hours a week for the past two weeks. So mm-hmm. I've been a little bit busier, a little bit tired. So I've been relaxing more. Uh, I played a little bit of Pokemon last night, but I was just hatching mm-hmm. eggs, not making progress because I'm, I'm weird. If I'm late game yeah. to catch a Pokemon I want to have on my team, I don't like having a level 40 new hire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, new hire on my team. And Harry just put up an image of Mr. Pink. He's fantastic. But, so I hatch an egg of that Pokemon and raise it myself. That's a weird me thing. Is it weird Is it? Is it weird that I haven't touched Scarlet and Violet since, like, the first week of it came out? I mean, dude, you've been one of the busiest people I know the past couple months, so I don't blame you. I mean, yeah, I've been busy, but... I mean, I've played other games. I just haven't gone back to it. I think if, a- after our conversation with Powder, it kind of solidified my own like thoughts about it. And so not. A, I think Powder swayed me against playing it. I mean, you already paid for it, though. Yeah. So just play it. I'll go back to it at some point. You know, maybe. Maybe after a few patches just, and it gets a little bit better functionality. Yeah. Just ship it to me. I'll play it for you. Okay. All right. Done. I'll send it to you. I sent Aaron a Pokeball, so. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I, I, I mean. St- I started playing Pokemon Go again for a second. Heck, yeah. I have never stopped. 2016 to present, baby, represent. Hey, Ugh. same. 2016, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing since then as well. I'm level 41. Ooh, 33. Like 38, I think. All right, whatever, show-offs. <sighs> but other than I, that. I Wild Gyarados, so. Congratulations. Mm. Save 400 Magikarp candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, other than that, I, I've played... Sound like so, sounds so condescending. <laughs> I didn't mean it as condescending. I think I sounded condescending, I think is what he's saying. Uh, was, well, I caught a Gyarados concern. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, other... It. Other than that, and you'll appreciate this, I played Hades today a little bit. <gasps> and I realize I am terrible at it still. My tender heart. <laughs> I played three runs. I got to Meg once and got Meg down to like a third of her health and died. Uh, we'll just say that you couldn't bring yourself 
to strike her any further. I mean, I beat her once. She's wow. in. So all oh, that's as far. I know. I'm sorry that I don't beat the game in under 20 minutes. My bad. But. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I played like three matches of that today. But today I just had a day where I took care of house chores and stuff. Went out for barbecue with the girlfriend. That's nice. Got some burnt ends and brisket. Good mm, stuff. Brisket, that's, mm, that's tasty. Some mac and cheese with jalapenos. Good time. That that sounds delicious. I actually made my mouth water. So just remember, I caught a wild Gyarados. <laughs> that, well, that's a water type, so you're, you're on brand. That's the Gyarados brisket. <laughs> oh, could you imagine a Pokemon... A Pokemon themed restaurant, <laughs> and you're having oh, like no <laughs> grilled mill tank. If you what there's a, if there's one there's Pokemon a, you could eat, who would it be? This is crazy because I follow this guy on a uh, TikTok, and he like dissects the Pokemon and turns them into meals. Oh my god, that's terrible! Like you turn Squirtle into like Squirtle soup. Oh my god, I think I think I'd settle on Farfetch'd and be cliche and have some roast duck. With leaks, yeah, I'd like go after an ice cream ca- ice cream Pokemon, vanillish, vanillite, vanillux. Yeah, you would just melt it in your water, you savage. I don't mm-hmm. want to meet the person that's like I eat Garbodor. <laughs> oh, so McDonald's. I probably would be me. I'd eat muck. McDonald's. I mean, with muck, you just need like a boba straw, right? Just. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it would feel like he would feel like snot going down your throat. Or another three letter word that I'm not going to mention. Muck backwards. Muck backwards. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, don't do that to me. We've gotten. Arbok is Cobra backwards. Ekans is Snake <laughs> what, backwards. Backwards. And what is Muck? <laughs> muck is the reason we're going to stop doing this podcast. <laughs> Harry just taking it left. We're just, listen, we're just listen. can't stay on focus today. We've only touched on, a, on none of our topics. I'm on a new. Harry's touching all of them, apparently. <laughs> I'm on a new blood pressure medication. It's making me kind of loopy. So. <laughs> <sighs> anywho, anywho, uh, how do we get this train back on the tracks and not wind up in Ohio? Harry is like a Looney Tune in the background right now. And I thought I went dark, and you just pull out the fucking train wreck in Ohio. <laughs> you know, sometimes things are so bad, all you can do is laugh. Yes. Right. That's what my parents told me. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm going to direct course up. Resident Evil 4, you, talk, you started on it. You talked about it. You said something was confirmed. What, what, what were oh, you alluding yeah, yeah. to? Remember how we were talking about the rain effects? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. they're actually really not best. They like <sighs> almost purposefully um get in the way of the visuals. Could like, that as, be fixed? As a, mm. Maybe. Maybe. But it <laughs> excuse me, it seems like it's intentional. I mean that'd make it more tense and make it more difficult, and make it more challenging because it is hard to see in the rain. Like it's not just for a visual effect; it's for a gameplay effect. Yeah, it's like meant to. It's probably, to be honest with you, a way of 
messing with draw distance. Oh, that could make a lot of sense too. I don't know. I'm still amped to play that game. I have so many good memories of it originally. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as well. When does uh, that come I out saw, again? Uh, the 24th. Oh, March. Yeah, that's close. It's coming up. Coming up. I started. Uh, I I watched a couple of like little clips from the old game and. Just look when Salazar is taunting Leon over the little radio that he hacks, I guess, and, and communicates with him. He's like, I've sent my right hand to come exterminate you. And Leon's like, your right hand comes off? The the one-liners in Resident Evil, like, can't be beat. Uh, Salazar's the really little Napoleon complex guy, right? Yeah. They've so, updated him, it seems like, in this game, from what I understand. No longer a short one? Or I how... don't think so. Mm. I'd like to see what they do with the goofy stuff because there's been some reports I've seen of them toning down the cheese, and I don't I know if so. that's what I'd hope so. But <sighs> that's kind of what made it great. It was like a I mean, cheesy like, it... horror action movie. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like you can you can still let that live on in the original version of the game and allow it to live in its time, and then mm-hmm. give it a little more of a serious tone. Like I feel like. You did that with Resident Evil 2 Remake. You did that with Resident Evil 3 Remake. You don't have all the, the camp and cheese. And it still is enjoyable. There's probably just new I mean, camp and cheese that I didn't pick up on. I mean, or you could like put a little switch in there. It's like, hey, old way, new way. Oh, like a like a, a cheese switch. Yeah, a cheese switch. I want I, extra I like cheese. a cheese switch. <laughs> oh, cheese tray. We're on the... We're on the oh. You know, I heard a disturbing fact that people are saying that millennials like our shootery boards so much because we had Lunchables as kids. I didn't have Lunchables. <laughs> All right, so it doesn't apply to everyone, but just a lot of people. Yeah, five cents a day for milk money. Hi, Dad. <laughs> he listens. I didn't really, I didn't really have Lunchables either. I got like ninety-nine cent cans of ravioli. And I ate it cold. Oh man, like like you were living in The Last of Us. I eat it out of the can. Oh, it's like almost gelatinous. And I still do it. You're a oh, goddamn monster. God oh, it's monster. just I like it. I got my kids doing it now. It's so <laughs> <just> regret. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm making so many mouth noises, but cold can <laughs> food. All the noises. Well, at least most noises that come from your mouth are supposed to come from your mouth. But. I'm. <laughs> Good point. I'm training my kids for the apocalypse. Dude, I don't know about you, but if I had a canned food during the apocalypse, I would warm it up by a fire. Well, well, sometimes you just can't make a fire. Harry doesn't know how to make a fire. I know how to make a fire. I just don't think that'd be smart in the apocalypse. <laughs> to cook your food? Well, I mean, there's also, you can if we're going with The Last of Us, and it's a huge-ass topic right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh people are debating whether or not the bloaters and clickers would be edible. <sighs> that's, so <stupid. laughs> that's so stupid. I just like all right, so wait a second, wait a second. This brings me back to The Walking Dead when uh it was like uh which character was it? Bob was like infected, but then people started to eat him and nothing happened to them. Mm-hmm. Do you think if you cooked the fungus like you would cook a portobello mushroom cap? That you could eat it because you're killing it. You're cooking it. Yeah, I th- I think it might be safe. All right, then go find a poisonous mushroom in your backyard, cook it, eat it, and see if it's safe. 
Well, I mean, hey, it's only infectious all, when it's alive. First of all, cordyceps is edible. There are literally supplements out right now that are based off of cordyceps. Not so, cordyceps that affect humans. <laughs> There's a difference. I'm just going by real world logic. Yeah, I mean, like, but if you roast it, and if it's not poisonous already, and you it's roast not, it, chestnuts but, but, roasting on an open fire. But cordyceps aren't poisonous, but they're not really a parasite either. They're, it's something in between. It's kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you did eat it, and this cordyceps could control your brain, but if you didn't eat enough of it, and it's not replicating, you know, could you kind of live in symbiosis with this thing and it talks to you in your in your ear and tells you to do things that sounds like it won <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kill that old lady <laughs> burn them all self-respect is overrated <laughs> oh no that's just something i thought it's, was funny that it's an actual co- like topic going around that people are like can you eat clickers and like Still technically cannibalism, but probably. Yeah, you're eating a person. I mean, eating the fungus isn't of the person. <laughs> hey, bro, can I have some of your forehead? <laughs> it brings up, it's like a question that was asked. I think it was on a giant bomb cast years and years ago in an email. And they're like, if your friend got in a car wreck and had to have his leg amputated, but it was in rough, relatively good shape, but still needed to be amputated. If he got to keep that leg his leg and he's like i'm gonna cook and eat it does anybody want some would you try your friend's leg is it sous vide probably it's it's cooked the way that's most best for that just let's just go with that it's cooked the yeah. best way okay. possible so, fun fact about most of the states in the u.s cannibalism is not illegal it is the way that you acquire the meat that is illegal yeah actually i remember hearing like some case about that where a guy put a craigslist ad out for wanting to try human flesh and someone volunteered and he got it in writing and got a signature. And the guy was saying, I'm willingly let this man kill me so he could eat my flesh. And they were like, technically we can't press any charges on you. That is just, that's, that's gross. Like just the, that thought, like, I know I can't know. But if it was like a leg already, like, you know, you're not using this, bro. Let's, Let's melt down on this. Let's make some chili. <laughs> no. You, Ed Gein, mother effers. Wouldn't, wouldn't part of you, I wouldn't do it, but wouldn't part of you always be curious? No. <laughs> I call bullshit. Like, Don't eat chili if you come into my house. Like, we, you know, my guttural reaction playing The Walking Dead Telltale when um, Lee stops Clementine from eating Mark's legs. That's my real life reaction. That's like, no, don't do that. Don't eat. Right, that. right, right. But one is unethical and one is totally on the up and up. There's no one hurt, no one harmed, no one. No, nah, because you know what? Once you start having somebody's legs, next thing you know, it's chicken fingers all day. You're just craving it. You're like, oh, can I have? Can I have your pinky, please? So you're so you're subscribing <laughs> you two pinkies. You're subscribing to the belief of once you get the taste for human flesh, it never goes away. Um, for some people, <laughs> not for me. Oh Never man, know, man, Harry, Harry! All of a sudden, he you just wake up, and I'm like gnawing on your finger. Oh yeah, toenails gone. <laughs> <laughs> How have we gotten so off track tonight? 
this is this is gonna be a fun episode to go back and listen to <laughs> you're gonna have to edit this so good luck oh, i'm keeping it raw for the most part this is fucking hilarious that's his secret is there's no editing there, no editing that's yeah <laughs> Straight it's just sound tape, masking. Straight. To tape. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to that topic. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. <laughs> That's where. Where did we go from Resident Evil Four? Yeah, I'm excited for it. Are you excited for it? I'm excited for it. Very, very, very excited for it. Harry, I hear that at one point in time they go to Hogwarts in the, this remake. Woo-hoo, I'm in. <laughs> That's the only right, thing you've been playing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm also looking forward to the Elden Ring DLC. Is anyone else, or are you guys on the bandwagon of A, don't care, or B, haven't made it through the game anyway? Both, because I haven't played any of the game. So A and B. I'm still, like, low-key mad at you for that. Hey, I'll play it when you watch the Batman. (laughs) Well, at least I got my answer. No, uh, but... yeah, I'm not sure what to think about it. I uh, I don't think it'll get me back in. Oh, it's got me back in. I'm already gonna pl- start playing Elden Ring again, so I'm hype. Should probably finish God of War someday, but <laughs> eh. Did you ever beat Elden Ring in general? No. Yeah, Have I same. beaten a game? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> a game that's not Kingdom Hearts. I don't think I've beaten a single new game since we've started this podcast. I'm about to beat Hogwarts. Dab on that. Uh. I don't I don't think you should do that ever again. <laughs> I, I thought dabbing was done like 12, three years ago. Final plank next time. Oh my God. <laughs> Talk about God world. Anyway. <laughs> this, is a, this is fun. I, I like this. This is fun, guys. You know what else looks fun? Final Fantasy 16. It does? Uh, apparently, it has the combat director from Devil May Cry. And that's the title of combat they're going for in this. That's so it's going to be Devil May Cry-like. Apparently, there's modes that have letter rankings even. But it's going to be a Final Fantasy games, as in there's menus, you're casting spells, you're casting summons, you're got number damage numbers flying up all the time, you have to level up. Equipped skills and armor, but uh, Devil May Cry combat, and I'm like, that sounds amazing. But, but like, all right, so I'm so used to Final Fantasy being like a like a turn based type of thing. I, I I hate to break it to you, Larry, but Final Fantasy hasn't been turn based since ten. Well, yeah, I was gonna say ten. For real, oh, I know that I know that thirteen had like a little bit of like this, like you could move around and attack. I just can't recall. Like, and I played. The one with Noctis in it, and I can't remember that being like action. It was full action. You could change the mode from active or classic, and active the game didn't pause as you were in the menus. Hmm. But yeah, classic it did. Yeah, it's not been turn based for a while. Thirteen was kind of turn based, but it was a weird battle system in general. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like positioning and then you attack and yeah. It wasn't but like no. straight up Devil May Cry, but that's interesting. And and the story for 16 sounds really good because they were saying, noted, this game's been in the work for like five, six years at this point. But they took a lot of inspirations from Game of Thrones and made it a very political, like warring nations story. Oh. 
And the story seems like every region or kingdom has a crystal. And that crystal is their power source. And then it goes into the political ramifications when some of those crystals start failing. And those countries need power from other places. Okay. That that sounds fun. And it's like that sounds like a really cool setup. Yeah. And that combat style mixed with traditional JRPG mechanics sounds really fresh and cool. What I kind of like about that is that you have like a like an ongoing struggle type of situation rather than a, a big bad that's trying to end the world and cause like some kind of doomsday and you got to stop them. And then when you stop them, hooray, the world is saved. Right. It sounds very different. It sounds like it's kind of harkening back to like old school Final Fantasy by bringing up the crystals and stuff again. Mm-hmm. And just the geopolitical story sounds cool in that in this setting, in a fantasy setting. Okay. So did you I don't play. I know uh, you, they have got the the online one right now, but and I can't remember the numbers for the life of me. But the one with Noctis and fifteen, fifteen. That's did you ever 15. play that one? I played a good like four hours. Yeah, I would. I would wouldn't mind going back into it, but I already tricked myself into thinking I could go back and play Persona Five and try to beat that this year, and that ain't happening. Yeah, I could. You just got to be dedicated. What's dedicated? Playing only that. <laughs> well, the only game that I'm playing right now is Midnight Suns, and you know that, legitimately. Mm-hmm. I thought you were playing Atomic Heart too. Uh no, I thought you were playing Midnight Pokemon Suns Go. Atomic Heart. Oh, Pokemon I'm Go. faithful. Pokemon Go. I just joined. I just joined in with um some of Powder's crew to do like a couple Requaza Requaza. Ooh. Excuse me. Ooh. I need to get you guys on my uh, friends list. Yeah, yeah, gotta do that. All right, all right. So let's just cut this to apparently Square Enix CEO is also stepping down. Yeah, he's my uncle. Um, Mm. So I won't be getting any more Square Enix games for free. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Maybe you can talk to your other uncle who works for Nintendo. Yes, yes, I will. Good idea. (laughs) No free game for Nintendo. <laughs> but no, apparently he's stepping down, which is code for being let go, being told to step down, most likely. Mm-hmm. Just because of poor performance. I mean, name the last Square Enix game that exceeded expectations sales-wise. And... Hmm. Nope, can't think of any. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I everyone knows... You- Everyone knows how well-received Forspoken was. Yeah, it was game of the year. <laughs> it was for, Forspoken, not postspoken of. <laughs> womp womp. Another dad joke from Harold. Yeah, oh, he's on fire, folks. He's on fire. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> Cringe. Oh, so condescending. Don't you know I caught a Gyarados in the wild? Good job on saving that candy. <laughs> well, have you guys ever caught a wild Gyarados? <laughs> Didn't think so. You know, you, you look like Zach Galifianakis in that instance right there. <laughs> in this episode of Between Two Ferns. Maybe someday uh, the listeners will get to see that when we transition to a video podcast as well. Dang. That, that's down the road. We're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure we can get a few episodes in on... 
uh, Riverside where it doesn't do the mix up with the audio because that would really be sucked to try to line it up to the video for me. Yeah, that that's going to be the challenge is finding yes, out would. a remote setup to make it all line up. And listen, I just I just need to win a lottery, and you guys need to move closer to me. If you think Sir, I, I'm going to Erie, Indiana. Don't move to Indiana. Don't put him through that, please. No, I never said we'd it. move. I, I never said it would be Indiana. You said we'll, we'll do, move we'll just, closer. We'll just delete the states <laughs> in between and just pull everything closer. Yes. Yeah, drag and drop. Mm-hmm. Copy, paste. Just move it on over. No, we don't want two Indianas. No, the world's bad enough with one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really do not like my home state. Oof. Uh, but what I do like that is the Pokemon news. His mustache. You got Pokemon news? Oh, we got plenty of Pokemon news. Pokemon sleeps real again. Ooh. You guys want to sleep with the Pokemon and have it score you? <laughs> not like that pervert <laughs> you're not what's sleeping with bunny? some gardevoir what's the bunny or a that low everybody punny. likes low punny low punny mega low punny has literally has ripped tights on it's ridiculous <laughs> i take a mr mime <laughs> ditto <laughs> wait are you saying ditto isn't the pokemon or are you would also take a mr mime <laughs> You could do both. You could have a ditto and have it turn into a Mr. Mime. This is a sleep tracking game to track your sleep health, not your fucking boner. Mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. This was so so innocent and pure, and it was just turned into debauchery at every turn. Pokemon Tinder. (laughs) Which Pokemon would you eat? Sir, Pokemon Smash. Sir, those are animals, and that is a felony. Machamp. Hey. <laughs> oh shit! Four hands. And they're awful. <laughs> oh god! No, just two and one. The cup. <laughs> I'm at a loss. I, I was trying to go. I was trying to keep it on track, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Hey, but did you know it is lore that Pokemon and humans used to share the nope. same, like, nope. lines? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not going. That's how you get Mr. Mime. No. Hey, do you think Pokemon use the same toilet as humans? I think we broke Aaron. Y'all are sick. <laughs> anyway, Pokemon Sleep. Just imagine, just imagine you're in the shower and your Mr. Mime pops in and he's like, Mime? Wait, he wouldn't say anything. He would just be a creep. Okay, okay. I'm calming okay. down. I'm calming down. <laughs> and that's been the Gamer Sleep Podcast, folks. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's 
Let's hop back on here. No, no, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> There's some DLC coming out for Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> gonna make that gross too. No, 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 I won't. All right, mm. all right. All right, children. <laughs> Ring it in. Uh, so what? Like, what kind of DLC are we talking about? Like, uh. I love that. You just went deadpan like serious. It was perfect. <laughs> no, but, but but for real. <laughs> Dying. All right. All right. All right. For real though, Pokemon Sleep looks pretty cool. Pokemon Sleep is a game being made that tracks your sleep, rates how you've slept, and all the Pokemon ties in, all the cute art, all the stuff like that, and you get rated and scores and, you know, gamifying some of your health. That'd be cool. Could, and it can, could you explain a little bit for that of that for me? <sighs> um, is that something that ties in through like, like a watch or console, something? or is it like the watch and the like uh, Pokemon Go a, app or a, something? It's a mobile app, and it is going to have ties into Pokemon Go. Apparently, okay. we don't know what those are yet fully, but it can use your phone. Or there's a new device called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, because of course Nintendo's bad at names. But and that is like a looks like a hockey puck shaped Pokeball with a button on it, and okay. that can be used. And and you press the button when you're going to sleep. Put it next to your pillow. Sleep. Wake up. Press it again. That records the session. But the cool thing is, if did you guys have the Pokemon Go Plus for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, you know that can link to Pokemon Go and it can help you with the game. That device mm-hmm. is going to do that too. So that device okay. is going to be usable in Pokemon Go and as a sleep tracker and all that. So it's kind of cool hardware. I would look into it. It's sold out in five minutes. but Naturally. So scalp it. Buy it for four times the price. Oh, perfect. But no, it seems pretty cool. Pokemon Sleep ties into the same line as you know Pokemon Smile, the app that helps your kids learn how to brush their teeth better. But this one's more for all ages. Okay. That seems neat. You know anything about the DLC for Scarlet? Uh, There are two DLC coming, and I believe it is called the Teal Mask. And what's the other one? It's something ocean. Let me let me check, actually. Da-da-da. So um, while you're looking that up, I mean, it's something that I would... I, I've noticed with, like, Nintendo DLC... I just always have a hard time with using it or accessing it. Like I have the, I have some fire emblem DLC beats me how I access it, but you know what? Maybe it's because I don't beat games ever, but I'd be curious if, if this is something that you can continue playing the game and you just have access to it because it integrates the downloadable content into it. Or if this is something that's, you know, adds on to story that you just legitimately have to complete. Uh, get to. It usually how Pokemon Go, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, we've been talking about it, but Pokemon does their DLC is that it's usually separated from the main story, but it's like an event. Once you hit a certain point, you can talk to someone and they take you to the new area. Okay. That seems to be how they're doing it now because there's two new areas. I'm trying to find the names of them. The overarching name for it is the hidden treasure of area zero, which is a mouthful. But 
Duh, duh, duh. All right, I'm on the actual official <laughs> site, Pokemon.com. <laughs> the first episode is called The Teal Mask. And that one seems cool. They're introducing like four new legendary Pokemon. There seems to be a story about you taking a summer field trip with your school to a summer festival. It looks like a Japanese summer festival. Okay, okay. And folklore and lore and all that. And the second one is called the Indigo Disc, which looks a lot more battle-focused, and it's when you're being a foreign exchange student to the Blueberry Academy. And it's on the ocean. Are they going to be introducing any more Pokemon types to it that you're that we're aware of? Or is this... I, I'd imagine they are, right? There's been three new Pokemon announced for the first one, and one new one announced for the next one. Okay. The three announced for the first one are Okie Doggy, which looks like a dog ogre, Monkey Dory. I love that. I love that. Which is a little monkey guy, and Pheasant Dippity, which is a bird, a pheasant. Like Serendipity? Yeah, like Pheasant and Serendipity, so Pheasant Dippity. Okay. Those are some fun names. Like yeah. those, those are fun. Like I feel like they're starting to run out of ideas, but they just redeemed themselves a little bit there. Because there's a link so you guys can see them. They're kind of goofy looking, but apparently mm-hmm. they're representing a classic Japanese folklore story. Okay, let's take a peek here. Let's take a look. Uh, let's keep scrolling here. Yeah, you'll see introducing Okidori, Monkey Dory, Okie Dogi kind of looks like um. What's the, what's the explodey cat? Oh, Incineroar. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks like mm-hmm. an Incineroar. Yeah, Monkey Dory. Yeah, Monkey Dory is cool. Yeah, people are. Some people hate these designs, and some people are looking like, man, these are derpy and cute and kind of cool. I kind of like. Yeah. Pheasantipity, I don't really care for that much, but sometimes, like, all right, the only two like, like flying type of Pokemon, I guess I really would say I like. You got Lugia. Like winged ones, Lugia and um, Zapdos. You're not a bird boy, guys. and that's fine. No, not really, not really. And apparently, they're adding 230 of the old Pokemon back into the game, so we're gonna have like 700 of the thousand. Okay. Mm. So you know, people still are complaining. Well, we could have them all. We could have them all. Do you really need all thousand? That's a lot. Do you really need all 1,000 Pokemon, or do you really are you gonna play with every 700 of these Pokemon anyway? Your game's already crashing. Do you really want more? Oh, my God. Right. I was just getting invaded by dittos. And there's not as much, but if you scroll to the top of that page, you'll see another legendary, which we haven't gotten the name of, which seems to be like... The turtle. The turtle we've got the name of. It's like Terra something. It has to do with the Terra types. It seems to be the origin of the Terra types, if I had to guess. But the other one with the mask... That. Oh, I didn't realize that's what it was. It looks like it's holding a mask, and it's got a little creepy eyeball, a glowing yeah. eyeball. And I mean, part one is called the teal mask. So, huh? And the indigo disc going to a school, another school, and it looks like it's all going to be battle based. So people are like, "Is this the return of the battle tower from Emerald?" Maybe, but Pokemon's also known to just do new stuff and not repeat old stuff. Yeah. That's neat. I like that. That, That's fun. That's interesting. And we're getting this in the fall for part one. And it says winter 2023. But 
people are speculating it's probably going to be December or January if it gets pushed back. Mm-hmm. Okay. It could be in fiscal year 2023, which would be this time next year. Hey, that's such a weird, like, nuance. You know, I'd expect they would push that out for the holiday. Yeah, but I don't know if DLC is the kind of thing that sells new copies. You but right. But there's also ho- the everybody's specu- holiday money comes out so they can use it in January. But there's also speculation that they're going to have both of these out in the time for Christmas so they can sell a hundred dollar copy of the game that has the DLC with it. That seems more likely. Mm-hmm. That seems a lot more likely. But that's all speculation and hearsay at this point. But people are excited. They think it looks cool. It looks fun. And. They like the Pokemon they're bringing back. They've been data mined. I've not looked through it, nor am I going to go through all 230 they're putting in. But that's understandable. Kind of be surprised and whatever. You know, you've seen them before. So there you go. Yeah. And based on at least uh, how Sword and Shield went, we could assume that we're going to also get more new Pokemon, more regional variants, probably more of the uh, Paradox Pokemon. Seeing how we got two new Paradox Pokemon. At the announcement of this, yeah, mm-hmm. we got the Iron Leaves and what is it, Raging Wake? It's Suicune and Verizian. Yeah, yeah, those are weird. Those are pretty neat looking. I I like Dino Suicune. Like, all right, yeah. I'm in for yeah, that. For sure. But I haven't even beat the game yet. But I'm gonna buy this DLC soon, so I'm a sucker. I just don't buy DLC. <laughs> you would for Harry Potter. Yeah. If it was like a <laughs> online play. No, what if they just add a story expansion where it adds 12 more hours of story? <sighs> Probably not. Probably not. Like I'm near the end of the actual storyline and I'm ready for it to be done kind of so I can explore more. All right. All right. Because the reminder of, Hey, the storyline is, right here you go do it every so often and you some you miss out on some like side missions if you don't go through the story too all right that's fair that's fair i'm i'm not one for a dlc much either honestly like pokemon some of the only dlc i ever buy yeah one big con with uh hogwarts though is like I like everything, like the flying, exploration, the fighting, the story. My one biggest bitch of the game is the damn trolls move so fast and it pisses me off. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh no! My game's hard. <laughs> no, dude. Like if, when you go to when you if you ever like watch somebody play it, it's like the troll swings at you, you dodge it, and then by the time you get across the battlefield, they're right behind you coming down on you with uh, their uh, hammer. Rock hard hammer. See, see, now, I've never I'm played this game, but it sounds like you need to get good. I I am good. Good enough so to get hit by the troll. at your disposal. Well, I mean, I, I teleport away, and they're, like, right there on me. Surprise. Physically moving, and I'm using, like, I'm turning into smoke and, like, flying away really fast. And they're, like, as soon as I return to a human form, it's like, bam. It's like, bro, you are like magical whack-a-mole. They're really good at it. High score, probably. Homie, don't play that. 
You don't play they've that. Seen, uh, they've seen that. They've seen that trick one too many times. Like you, you got to learn how to teleport further away. I mean, remember, just... like, if you're teleporting, like, you know, four baby steps, a troll just has to take two steps and they're right on top of you again. And as far as talking like fifty feet, I'm going fifty feet across the field, and they're like, not even doing that with two. They're just always on my ass. Like, oh. Bam. Well, you know, it sounds like you said you disappear in a cloud of smoke, so you're a bad guy. So why don't you just adapt a cadaver then? That's white smoke. Oh, okay. My my bad. I didn't I didn't have that detail. <laughs> Maybe you know, like that makes me think of like a like a it's a coding thing. Like you're supposed to you're disappearing, you're teleporting. You should be confusing them where they're like, huh? Where'd you go? So you can get around them and fight them. And they're right there. Nah. The troll, it makes the me think of the giants from Skyrim. I've never killed one of those. No? No, I just get ragdolled into space. I love that. I love that bug. I want to go play Skyrim again. This is why <laughs> I don't beat games. I had that happen to me on DayZ. Ragdoll into space. That's fun. I got out of the car when they first put cars in. And there was like a wood stack like that close to me. And there was a pinch point there for some reason because the door opened. And I just got out of the car and boom, straight up. <laughs> that's fun. I like that. Ragdoll's fun. I feel like it's something that's going to go away. No. Like it's as Never. physics get better and ex- better. Don't speak that into existence. Mm. <sighs> well, we also got PSVR two came out. Have you guys heard much about that? I have heard nothing about that. I have heard that it's a better experience than the first one i've heard it's one of the best vr experiences but it has the giant asterisk of it's a console accessory yeah and it being tied to the console is very limiting Mm -hmm. until they get more games more experiences more fun because people are like if this was on a pc too it'd be amazing (laughs) Mm -hmm. i feel like i'd want to play spooky games in a vr I mean, not that I want to, but like that's the experience that you should have in a VR. And no, Harry, don't even start wiggling your eyebrows about what experiences you should have in VR. No, I was sitting there wiggling my eyebrows because I'd be shitting my pants like scary games. I was going to say, if you're going that route, unfortunately, VR porn is a thing. Listen, you can talk about VR porn where we can't talk about Mr. Mime uh, coming in the shower with you. One's a genre of porn and one is bestiality. There's a difference. No, no, no. He's just gonna he's gonna scrub your back. I'm getting uncomfortable again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I know I said it originally when the PSVR PS two VR two was announced that I would get it when it came out. It's five hundred fifty dollars, and there's not a lot of games for it. I'd rather get a Steam Deck. I'd rather get a Steam Deck as well. I'd rather get a laptop. Just because yeah. convenience. But I'd save my five hundred bucks. Right. Right. I take the lot. And it's unfortunate because everyone's saying it's really cool. It's a really good piece of hardware. And it's one of the most ergonomic, easy to adjust headsets on the market. And it's one of the only OLED screen headsets on the market. So the blacks are black and the color contrast is amazing. 
<sighs> but everyone's just saying there's not a lot to play for on it. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. It, 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 I don't know if it's just me, but have, have you kind of felt or noticed that VR development is not all the rage at this point? It's been years. It's, it's staying <sighs> it's... very niche. Mm-hmm. They're upgrading the like accessories, like the mask and everything, like the PS, the Oculus Pro and stuff. But I don't see any like cutting edge. Like, hey, here you go. Yeah, there, this there's is a killer app. Yeah, there's no killer app. I mean, the last one they got a lot of hype was Half Life Alex, which apparently is amazing, but you're asking people to spend a thousand dollars on a headset to play it. Would you play Sea of Thieves VR? That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd play Minecraft yeah. VR. Yeah. Uh, Dying Light VR. I mean, see, a lot of games, Phasmophobia in VR apparently is fun as heck. You were speaking of horror games. I wanted to get an Oculus Quest just for that. Well, speaking of Oculus and, well, Meta, a Meta Quest, mind you, Meta, the lovely company, they l- lowered the prices of all their VR headsets. What are they running now? Really? Here's, here's what's funny. The Meta Quest is still $50 more expensive than it was before they did the $100 price increase. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so it's down to, because that- so for the 250 gig, it's down to 430 down from 500 they took off 70 dollars the meta quest pro though went from 1500 to a grand so that's a 33 percent price cut <laughs> but what are you going to play on this thousand dollar headset beat saber bumper hmm. none of they're bad games it's just that's a thousand dollar piece of hardware to play see i was going to buy a quest when they were $2.99. Right. They were worth it then. Yeah. Now it's just like I, I when I went to go get one, the price that's when the price spike happened. And I was like, yeah, not now. Right. They priced themselves out of the general public who just has a mild curiosity into trying VR into no, nah, that's not for me. It's too pricey. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would invest in that at this point. <sighs> especially because the meta quest is what two years old three years old now yeah why would you spend 450 dollars on three-year-old hardware would you go yeah. buy an iphone 11 at full price when it la- where it launched that depends i guess in that case you have to be educated some people don't know and don't care but with this it's like there are, I, I guess it, it's one in the same there are a lot of people who are quote unquote like early adopters or it doesn't matter what they're buying. So they oh an experience. Cool. And they just have money burning a hole in their pocket. They do it, they regret it, and then they learn for the next time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess what makes it so weird with VR right now is VR is still in a very much, like you said, early adopter level. It's it's still rapidly evolving, rapidly having breakthroughs. Screens are constantly getting better, refresh rates are getting higher. Field of view is increasing. The tracking is getting better. Every every few months, something comes out that's a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. So I just feel bad for anyone who spends $450 on a three-year-old piece of hardware when so much has been improved in that field. 
Yeah. That, and I think a lot of people still suffer the, like the uh, motion sickness from VR. That's like a huge problem for a lot of people because your body's not moving, but your head is. See, so like your body. See, that's the crazy thing. That's been fixed by higher refresh rates that you would have if you had the newer, more expensive models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember playing but, PSVR one, and whatever that built-in like software they had, where you're the little robot, they take you down a slide, and that actually affected me, like where I didn't expect to be like sick to my stomach at all, but it really gave me stomach drop and messed with me, and I was like, whoa, I thought I was smart enough to not be bothered by this. You can't trick your little reptile brain sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> I thought my I thought my my lizard brain was like. I am sitting on this chair. I am not moving. I am good. And no, no, it was like, no, you're going to do a little vomit in your, in your mouth. Sorry. See, I was, I was actually affected in the pretty, a pretty early headset too. It was, uh, it might've been the quest two or the quest one when they had actual demos at Best Buy that you could try out. I don't know when they were doing this. It was years ago, but I tried that climbing game and I fell and I actually like jumped like ah! <laughs> when I fell down the mountain. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it like messes with you so bad, for sure. Yeah, but uh, I I want to try VR, but it's in such a place like I don't want to spend six hundred dollars for an accessory to my console, and I don't really feel comfortable a buying three year old hardware for that much, or b being tied into the Facebook system okay. with it. I have a solution for you, Aaron. Oh? In your town, there is a place called Combat Ops. I don't want to go to a place. <laughs> it has full body VR. Like it has the run pad on it and everything. Yeah, that's I want to do it. That's so how bad. you get crabs. <laughs> and we're back to the start of the show. Just like that. Full circle, folks. Full circle. And see. And, and that, but that's what I'm seeing more and more is is VR going to be regulated to a place you go to, like a driving range, like mini golf? Is it not going to be? No, something that I don't want to put that thing home? on my face. Somebody, is somebody else, you look at somebody else's face and they got pimples all over their nose. And you want to put that mask on your face I mean, too? No, it's a quick road to pink eye. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. get someone else's poop in your eye, and it's just somebody all over. just gonna decide, like, yeah, you know what? I'm in a bad mood. Let me go fart in this mask. And then so what the guy, what they need to do is they need to get like a full size like gymnasium room, and completely pad it, and put sensors in there for like the room size. VR so you can play like. I mean, it sounds like you're going to like, grippy sock jail. Like, <laughs> like basketball and stuff in there. You can just have the headset on, and if you wait that way, if you fall, it's padded and everything i think that'd be cool <laughs> i mean that would be cool and i've seen some events like that like there's some attraction i don't remember where but it was a ghostbusters attraction and it was really smart because they gave you a vr headset and it was more of ar or the or the map in the game was the exact same layout as the room you were in or the building you were in and they'd put the power on your back they put everything on your back to power the headset and that was your proton pack and you had the headset on and you could see all the ghosts and interact and walk by and touch a table you see in VR and that table's actually there. So you're touching that table in real life too. And you just played a Ghostbusters experience. 
as you walk through this haunted house, but it was AR VR. That's fun. I like that. And that's a really cool use of the tech. Mm -hmm. See, I think that's where the future would be is like the AR VR, not so much the VR experience, but like integration. Yeah. So what was that? What was that headset that Microsoft had where they were playing Minecraft on the table? The Microsoft Mixed Reality headset. There, it had a name though. Mm-hmm. I can't remember it. I know Mixed Reality is what they called it though. Mm-hmm. It was such a neat demo. That'd be fun. I just don't know if I'd ever use it, but it is that is super neat. Man, I can't remember what it was called for the life of me. I swear I had um, some like catchy name, but it might just be Micro. Oh, Hololens. Hololens. Yes. Yeah, that was neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it uh, it probably wouldn't work very well for very many uh, other applications other than Minecraft. Yeah, but what I've seen HoloLens really be pulled for is more of like industrial work. Like, hey, this HoloLens is going to show you how to repair this machine. It's going to have show you how to do this. Yeah. Like instructional no, hey, I get stuff, that. guided. Yeah. Minority but, report stuff. Right, right. But I, I feel like AR and VR aren't going to really take off until A, they fix out all the kinks of motion sickness, and B, it doesn't look ridiculous. Like, AR is going to be huge when it looks like a normal pair of glasses. Oh, man. I just really want to be like how how they made it feel in Ready Player One. Oh, full dive, like, takes over all your senses. Yeah, you can. Dude, that's, that's, yeah. Called, that's called uh, acid, sir. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> that's called nerve gear and how you get sorter online to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> LSD is no joke. Just you logged in, you can't log off. If you die in this game, you die in real life. Oh uh, no, not like that. But Ready Player One was pretty fun. I never read I it. Or watched it. Ernest Klein's a pretty good. Like it, it, it was okay. I think the movie did it justice. I made it seem more neat. fun. Yeah. But was a Ready Player Two necessary? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Ready Player Three, Mister Mime has entered the chat. Well, what I think is necessary is wrapping up Bye. this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has been all over the place. Has it really been all over the place, or in the shower with Mister Mime? So, it's so been what, in what, one what, place the whole time. I'm just gonna power through this. So, Larry, what do you got going on <laughs> over the next two weeks? Uh, well, wouldn't you like to know? I would. That's why I'm asking. No, oh, well, fair enough. I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I plan to, I plan to stream again. Uh, and then I have to try to plan a, like an emergency marathon stream to just play Resident Evil Four for a while. Hmm. That's really like gonna be it, man. You just gotta just catch me, catch me out on the on the Twitter posting up like questions and polls that makes everybody question whether or not I've been smoking a doobie or not. And <laughs> you catch me at Larry Underpants on the Twitter, the Instagram, Twitch. And what what about you, Harold? What what are you what do you got planned for the future? Well, if it's warming up, I want to go out and hit up some of the lakes and take some pictures. That'd be pretty fun. Um, I'm going to be str- coming back to streaming. I'd start, I did my first stream back last night. 
for about an hour and a half. I played some uh, Resurgence because I've been really dying to play Call of Duty Resurgence since Warzone 1 went away. Uh, if you guys want to catch that, you can follow you can follow me on Twitch at Harry3Eyes. Uh, I say some stuff and post some pictures sometimes on Twitter. It's also at Harry3Eyes. And I'll be editing this podcast and getting it out Wednesday. All right. And I'm going to come back to streaming next week as well. I think I'm going to play some uh, Hollow Knight. I want to change it up. I want to do something yeah. different. I'm not feeling Pokemon on stream right now. That's more of my wind down game anymore. So I think I'm going to play some Hollow Knight and I'm going to come back next week at some point. I haven't really set that in stone, but I tweet That's on the Twitter. About. I tweet on the Twitter and I will be streaming on the Twitch. You can find me at Pyro909. But that's all I have to say for this week. I hope you guys enjoy the show, and I can't wait to hear from you all on our Discord. Check it out. Link's on the Twitter. Have a great time. Bye.